<laughs> so today, today Donald Trump <laughs> formally announced his nomination of uh, Amy Coney Barrett for the ninth justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. And, you know, for a week now, the Democrats and the liberals and whatevers have been attacking her um, ever since Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. And it's only going to get worse. I truly feel sorry for this woman and her family for what uh, these uh, scumbags are about to put her through. Um, like, alright. Before we get into that, let's do the whole intro design. This is Panic Attack with Big John uh, on all ye podcasting platforms. Uh, Also, what else can I say? You can find me on, excuse me, yawning on uh, Twitter at the real underscore Big John. I'm on parlor at the real Big John, all one word. Um, so, um, I, you know, saw this. Uh, I think I actually saw it through a YouTube notification that uh, the president was going to be announcing his. Uh, nominee there's going to be a speech at 5 o'clock and it was going to be a a live stream that's that's where I watch most things I hardly watch cable television anymore um, so we get to this uh, Amy Coney Coney Barrett shit which I think we're going to start calling her ACB, right? She's replacing R, RBG. Let's call her ACB. I fucking know. Uh, she has a big family. Several children uh, she's given birth to. As well as two adopted children from Haiti. Um, which I believe that um, a few... She's a staunch Catholic and we'll get... To that later, because that's one of the things the filthy Democrats are going to attack her on. And so, uh, in her speech, you know, she paid homage to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, to to Ruth Bader Ginsburg's credit, she was, you know, she got into law. I mean, she was. 87 years old. She was ancient, uh, which I have an issue with. I, I make no bones about the age problem on the United States Supreme Court. But um, 
again, that being aside, Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg got into the legal world when women were not accepted in the world of law. And she went to some very prestigious universities uh, while raising children. Uh, and I commend her, commend her for that and God rest her soul. But the thing of it is, she was known as the leader of the liberal branch of the Supreme Court. There's not supposed to be a liberal and a conservative branch of the Supreme Court. The, th the problem of it is, is that conservative means you go by the letter of the law more than your feelings in today's world. It doesn't mean you always agree with the religious right. It doesn't mean that you always agree with Republicans. It just means you're conservative. Look the word up. Get a definition for crying out loud. Buy a dictionary, you dingleberries. Um, and find out what conservative means before you go bashing conservative. Okay? Okay. Don't you hate these little... You get a spiral notebook and the sheets tear off. Then you have these little strips of paper with the jagged edge. So anyway... Uh, you know, Trump, of course, touted, you know, her accomplishments. She's a very accomplished woman uh, in the world of law. She's one of the top professors at Notre Dame Law School, which liberals have a problem with because Notre Dame is a traditionally Catholic institution. Uh, and... Uh, he he joked that uh, this was going to be easy, that this was going to go quickly. And it can go quickly. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Republicans have the power to make it go quickly. Uh, but you're going to hear the next week or two, several weeks, next month, next four weeks, uh, liberals bashing this woman. Democrats, the the bastards in the news media uh, just attacking her. You know, Bill Maher made some uh, made fun of her the other day and I, I retweeted it with the comment, you know, at Bill Maher, hey, we don't make fun of you for being ugly. Don't make fun of Amy for being a Christian. Another thing I like about her, like about this woman is uh, her name's Amy. That's like a name I grew up with. Like, I don't know how many Amy's we had in my high school or whatever, but, it, you know, it was like a name for my generation. Ruth is like my great-grandmother. Okay, I'm sorry to, you know, be ignoramus, but, you know, I mean, Ruth. You know, what is she, Babe Ruth? The Babe Ruth of the Supreme Court? Uh, but, you know, Ruth is like an old person name. But, anyways... Uh, you know, this just feels like fresh, young, new blood on the Supreme Court. 
And she may bring a different angle on conservative constitutional rule. Uh, There's one of the things Trump pointed out was she's going to rule on the Constitution based on the law. And she pointed this out also that, you know, being a judge, you rule on law, not set law, not make, not make, um, what was, what did she say? Not, she, the judges are not policy makers. That's what she said. Judges don't make policy. And that's one thing Anthony Scalia taught her. Um, and supposedly she was his favorite law clerk. Don't know, don't care if she was like number one or number two. She was a good law clerk. Learned from a well-respected Supreme Court Justice, Anthony Scalia. So, New York Times op-ed. Has uh, an article. There's a couple of them actually here. Op-ed, ACB is no RBG. And my opinion is, thank God for that. Uh, He calls ACB identity politics. Um, Actually, who wrote this article? It may have been a she. Wait a second. Well, Laura, Laura Bazelon, so I'm sure she's, you know, got a flat top haircut and rat tail and who knows. But, uh, thank God she's no RBG because ACB should not be, uh, somebody who's there to set policy from the bench. Or make laws from the bench. Um, you know, she didn't need to be a carbon copy of R- RBG. Um, also, this article, she, pardon me while adjusting her. Laura Bajlon refers to uh, we've we've seen uh, these identity politics before. We've been down this road of identity politics. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was in and by her own choosing and doing the epitome of identity politics. Okay. She was in law, and not this. There's nothing wrong with this. I'm just stating. She was known for, and she was adamant that she got into law for women, to represent women, to be a cutting edge woman. And when uh, Carter appointed her to Court of Appeals, it was. Uh, the best woman available when Bubba Clinton, who, you know, the frequenter of Pedophile Island, when he appointed her to the Supreme Court, Bill Clinton even says everything Bill Clinton did was for identity politics. Uh, 
it wasn't called that back then. It was just called political correctness or, uh, you know, something like that. But, you know, sorry, I have to go over water sometimes. But, you know, that's that was the, the Clinton way. And it was the Carter way. Uh, you know, don't look for the best person, look for the best identity. Uh, and it was going to be the, uh, well, it was the Obama way for Sonia Sotomayor. Uh, it was going to be the Hillary Clinton way. You know, uh, Scott Bayo the other day read off uh, a thing from uh, some political correct people in Hollywood that, you know, all movies and TV shows must contain a certain uh, member of each race and each ethnicity and each gender identity and sexual preference. And that's how the Democrats and the liberals see the Supreme Court. Uh, in fact, they say if they, if, well, when Amy Barrett gets approved if the Republicans lose the House and the Senate they're going to rewrite the Constitution to put 12 judges on there and there's going to have to be like uh, standardization of in my opinion they want standardization of you know there has to be you know this many you know minorities this many of this ethnic you know this category of minority, what the minority of the day is, and all this stuff. Uh, you know, they're going to just ravage the Constitution and ravage the laws. They're going to create two new states so they can have two fingers in their eyes. No, so that they can have two more United States senators. Uh, I think one of their plans was to bring Puerto Rico into the union and I don't have a problem with that I like Puerto Rican people um, truthfully I mean I Puerto Rican women are beautiful Latino people are cool as hell uh, just from the Mexican kids I used to hang out with uh, and you know I, I like like that but the thing is Puerto Rico itself the people there have voted twice against statehood so truthfully I think we should uh, let Puerto Rico be its own independent country uh, you know just let it go uh, now you know a friend of mine you know said that actually if Puerto Rico teamed up with uh, Latin American countries she was a, a Puerto Rican by descent her grandparents, her her parents uh, immigrated legally, uh, but anyways, and she's like a powerful New York lawyer now, man. I wish I would have held on to her in college, um, but anyways, she's um, she you know used to tell me you know if Puerto Rico had its independence, they would be better off because they could get electricity and different things at a better rate from Latin American countries. Now, with the crumbling of uh, Brazil and Venezuela, thanks to socialism, 
that may or not may not be true now. At one time, Venezuela was one of the wealthiest countries in the world. But I'm getting way off track. Uh, some of these other liberal articles about uh, ACB. I think the next one's a New Yorker Timey's Times's article. If you go on my YouTube, Panic Attack with Big John, uh, whatever the hell they call it, stream, you'll be able to get these links in the description. So this one's called What the New York Times Wants You to Know About Amy Coney Barrett's Views by Adam Liptak. Now, this isn't, you know, this guy, you know, is evidently sexist. He's got something against women, probably. I don't know. He probably has woman problems. Amy Coney Barrett. I'm reading the article now. Trump's pick for the Supreme Court has compiled an almost uniformly conservative voting record in cases touching on abortion, gun rights, discrimination, and immigration, which Remember, conservative means she ruled according to the law and according to the Constitution, not the feeling of the day. That's what conservative means, and that's a bad word to panty-waist liberals like this guy. Uh, If she is confirmed, she would move the court slightly, but firmly to the right. Oh, (laughs) spooky, scary stuff. Uh, what if she gets approved on Halloween, guys? Oh, my gosh. What, what day? Let me pull my calendar up here. What day is Halloween fall on? Oh, the 31st is on a Saturday. And the Senate ain't coming in on a Saturday to do work. Lazy bastards. Uh, it would just be so spooky, funny, hilarious to scare the bejesus out of liberals if she could get affirmed on Halloween. Anyhow, I digress. Uh, Firmly to the right. Making making comprise less likely. I'll compromise. (laughs) My bad. And putting at risk the right to established. Right to abortion established in Roe v. Wade. Uh, Amy has spoken publicly about Roe v. Wade. And she said that. She doubts the Supreme Court will ever overturn that. Furthermore, if it were to be overturned, it would then revert back to the states. Okay, so you could live in Ohio, go across state borders to uh, someplace inferior like Pennsylvania or New York. Uh, In Ohio, we have a thing called the heartbeat bill. And there's a certain set of rules that once the child has a heart, make, making it a living, breathing being, uh, you know, in order to get an abortion, you know, the mother has to, you know, be explained other options. She has to listen to the heartbeat of the child. Uh, you know, and sometimes these things change the woman's mind on the abortion. Remember, most abortions are on-demand abortions. They are not 
this thing of, you know, rape and incest that they throw up in our faces constantly. And even then, I don't think that abortion should be legal, but it's not up to me. But Amy is on the record, ACB, ACB. That's her new nickname for me. ACB is on the record as saying she doubts that the Supreme Court will ever overturn it. Uh, and she herself, she may have been including herself in that because it was at an, a point, uh, she said that at a point when her career was heading the, on this track. Uh, Judge Barrett's official or judicial opinions based on substantial sample of hundreds of cases she has considered in her three years on the Federal Court of Appeals in Chicago are marked by care, clarity, and commitment to interpretive methods used by Justice Scalia. So that's a good thing. Um, You know, she's basing, she's clear, she's careful, and she's committed, uh, and she uses interpretive methods. Uh, She doesn't use her feelings. She interprets the law. She she interprets cases and appeals based on law and constitution, not feelings, flavor of the day, the trend of the day, okay? And that's what justices are supposed to do. You know, yes, it's important to have change. Don't get me wrong. You know, at the time when the filthy Democrats ran the southern United States and they they made black people sit at the back of the bus and they made black people pee in a different toilet from white people. For God's sake, it's a toilet, you crackers. You know? But, you know, those things were wrong and they needed to change. That's not the the feeling of the day that I'm talking about. Those things were actually unconstitutional. Uh, And one Supreme Court said, you know, separate but equal public schools were okay. Well, then we found out that they weren't separate and they weren't equal. Or they were separate, but they were not equal. So a a second ruling came down. uh, A different case was brought and a different presentation was made. And then we got the uh, integration of schools and public buildings, okay? So, you know, obviously, you know, there's times when things have to change, and the Constitution allowed for that change. It, you know, it, segregation went against the, the very first few sentences of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, you know, all men created equal, the right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, you know, all of those things, okay? So, Senate here, USA Today, Crystal Hayes, Senate hearings for Amy Coney Barrett to begin October 12th as Republicans' eye election. I I think that this Supreme Court uh, set of hearings could swing the election. 
And I think when moderate women from the suburbs or wherever moderate women live, I don't know. When they see, or even liberal women, when they watch the Demo- the filthy Democrats attack ACB, they are going to switch teams real quick. And when they see Trump out there defending their fellow woman... They should get on the Trump train. Period. Point blank. Alright. I bet. Because. They're going to see. That. The Democrats. Men and women. Are not. Feminist. They're not for. Women. In positions of power. They talk the talk. But they don't walk the walk. Okay, Donald Trump, say what you want to say about him. Everything you that liberals have thrown against him, that you know he hates women, proven wrong through action, right here, by nominating this woman. And he promoted women a lot in his companies, in positions of power. He appointed a black woman. The first black woman to ever build a skyscraper, uh, be the project manager and oversee everything. He helped, you know, he won awards from Jesse Jackson and was friends with Al Sharpton when they needed him to use his influence to get young black men and women places in Wall Street, jobs on Wall Street. So, I think that, you know, as this is televised, of course, the lying spin doctors on, uh, you know, the news, the cable news networks and uh, even the, the news news, you know, F. Chuck Todd on Sunday mornings and so on. They're going to tell you, you know, that this woman's the Antichrist because she's a Catholic, you know, because she was... She's, she's evil and she tore these young black children away from their families. And that she's racist because she separated black children from their families. No, she took black children uh, out of a country that's terribly run. You know, nothing wrong with the people of Haiti. Nothing wrong with the common people, but... The, you know, government officials there have been corrupt. They've created no prosperity, no wealth, nothing uh, whatsoever for the, the people. The people live in, you know, huts. And, and, uh, I mean, you just can't even understand it. Can't comprehend it. But she adopted these two children and they were smiling ear to ear while they were following their mother to the car to go, you know, ride to the White House to see her appointment. And, you know, that you can see the genuine joy and happiness on their faces 
uh, you know, being there with the president and seeing their mother appointed to the Supreme Court or nominated. So, uh, this is going to be ugly. It's going to be a horrible battle. Uh, and I just, I feel bad. I feel bad for Amy. God bless her. Please pray for her. Uh, you know, because the, the liberals, the Democrats are just going to mock and humiliate and try to destroy this woman. And they're going to show their true colors. They are the true sexist, racist homophobes. So God bless you. Have a good night and uh, pray for one another. This has been Panic Attack with Big John.